0: Welcome to Admin Unboxed. We are a show that encourages you to think beyond the boundaries of traditional stereotypes surrounding the administrative profession. Did you know that there's 160 different job titles in our profession? Holy moly guacamole. That is a lot of job titles. So our show is about having guests on where we'll unpack the prickly stuff, share industry updates, we'll document, we'll review, we'll show off the admin profession's incredible diversity, talent and opportunities. It's a show full of honest, open conversations. Lots of cheerleading, lots of joy. Thanks for joining us and let's get tucked into the show. Hi everyone
1: and welcome to Admin Unboxed. Now it's today the show is with EK and Lisa. Um, Mel is still on holidays, and you would have seen probably a great post on our um, Instagram about all her adventures, so we're all a little bit jealous sitting here in um, winter in Australia still. Um, This is Lisa, the lovely Lisa Anderson, and she's the EA to the Group CEO at the RACQ and also a fellow judge of the AAA Awards. So I'm in great company here today. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be part of the show today that is and i'm sure it's nice and warm up in um, queensland as it has been for the last week or so oh you've muted It's come on
2: sorry yeah,
1: that's
2: um it. Uh, yeah so we've had great weather up here in brisbane um, echo is normally a really windy and cold but we are having like 30 degree day so uh oh. winter winter wear i'm not really quite sure so yeah it's oh great. and
1: now remind me, isn't Echo? They have is it a strawberries and cream or what's that dish that's yeah, very like popular? Yeah, like this straw.
2: It's the popular strawberry ice cream um, made so, with yeah. real strawberries, but I think they'll they cost a bomb. But uh, it's really like it's like this Echo tradition. So if you go the Echo, which is the show, uh, record crowds at the moment and like um, lots of people out, lots of crowds and ice creams galore.
1: Oh gosh, I, I Varsha in Auckland is saying it's very cold there. Oh, sorry, Varsha. <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
2: yeah, sorry. We definitely aren't uh, having winter winter weather this week, that's for sure. No, that's
1: right. So, Lisa, it'd be great to hear a little bit about you and the RACQ and especially what's it like to work in a membership organisation because they're a little bit different to um, other corporate entities.
2: Yeah, so um, it is a little bit different. Being a mutual, it is a lot about the member. It's, all you know, everything we do and everything we we uh, think about is always with the member in mind. So, um, you know, I have been very lucky to have a really great leader um, in all my roles here at the club, But uh, and and I've been here for quite some time. But yeah, working in a member organization, it, it really resonates for me with my values. You know, we help people, we're about things like members at the roadside, education, advocacy for, you know, safer, better roads. Um and, and and a whole there's a whole diverse business that we have there and the things that we do are really exciting and I love how that resonates for me as a person to help people in my job. Um and, and as a business that's what we do overall. So yeah, I think um being in a member organization is it's pretty pretty exciting.
1: They are I've worked in a couple, it's really a different kind of dynamic, but it's good because you actually get to see yeah. people you get to help, isn't it? So yeah, you've been at the RSAQ for nearly 19 years, if I'm right. Um, and you're supporting the group CEO there but you've had a lot of different roles while you've been there and I'm going to put you on the spot and say can you give us a little idea of a couple of roles you've done to inspire everyone listening out there.
2: Absolutely so um, I started when I first started I was employed as an operations assistant which is kind of like what you would call the TA role of today. Uh, Mm -hmm. I supported um, a head of or executive manager as it was then known and um, his Regional managers of which there were six across the state and basically was their administrator for that whole team um, For a little while I did that for um, you know a few months and then was tapped on the shoulder to ask if I would to take on And this is going back and we will probably show my years but uh, the secretary of the distribution executive manager uh, and uh, So yes secretary role and um, was with that leader for 15 years in total Um, his role changed he was you know EGM a GM um, and, and progressively became a CEO of operations and as his role changed my role changed so I was at able to you know learn different skills he you know different projects different committees different boards so all the different things that he was taking on was then allowing me to grow in my role so I didn't actually expect to stay quite so long it's um just that it's I've been afforded some really great opportunities and and able to career progress as my leaders career progressed and then in 2020 so about three years ago I onboarded our new group CEO and have been working with him ever since he is a fantastic leader and really supportive um you know i have been afforded some really great opportunities and working in with my previous ceo in the business um that was the assistance business line all the things that kind of touch the members roadside um batteries glass travel all Mm -hmm. those kinds of things working now in the group ceo office gives me that opportunity to sort of see everything that we do because obviously we have the the member part where we're you know helping members at the roadside and all of those things but as well as that we have a bank and an insurance and the advocacy and in the education in the school so it really it gives me that massive diversity and I've you know been really really lucky and grateful for such a great opportunity to be able to to be in the role that I'm in now.
1: That's fantastic and I'd be curious to understand I guess when your former executive was moving through the roles did you you had to keep chopping and changing how you adapted your work styles depending on the role he was in and you kept learning you know let's do it differently because you're in this role now did you do a lot of things like that
2: absolutely and 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 I think um that's where I was able to my career I was able to progress in that one organization because of his change it kind of became my change uh, yep. and you know the the more that he kind of progressed in his seniority the more I got to you know in then got to interact with different stakeholders across the business externally as well, as well as our directors. And, and it kind of just built on you know, the, the piece that I was, you know, doing in the background was also helping me build my skill set and, and my build my career and and learn about the confidence that I needed to to be able to take on those new challenges. So, great. Great.
1: Well, this will be a really good segue into what we're talking about today, because we're talking about the Team Assistant role. So the team assistant role at the moment, especially in Sydney, and um, we'll talk a bit more about that, is really a job at the moment that is actually being heavily recruited and it's probably the hottest job around at the moment um, in businesses, slightly different in different businesses as all well, who they look after and support and what they do. So we've got two fabulous guests with us today. We've got Chantelle Rafalo, who's um, at the moment has requested into a comment into an EA role from a TA role at APA Group. And we've also got... Nick Far- oh gosh, I haven't got my glasses on now. There we go, Nick. Um, and Nick is from MJD Executive and he recruits um, lots of business support, but at the moment he'll be able to give us a really good indication about the market and what's happening in the TA space as well and, and all the different businesses there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Chantelle to join us now and we'll have a bit of a chat with her and we'll go from there. Excellent. Hi, Chantelle. Thanks for joining Hello. us today.
3: Thanks for having me. How are you?
1: I'm good. good. How are you? Good, good, good. Good. Now, (laughs) Chantelle, I was just telling everyone that um, your CV came across my desk um, actually for a receptionist role, and I actually grabbed you and brought you into our first um, recruitment role um, in the TA role in our our business. so I wanted to ask you, being the first TA in the team, what was it like to come into a role that probably was a little bit grey at the start?
3: Um, it was both exciting and challenging, um, but being able to, I guess, undertake and become part of a new support um, structure within the organisation um, was definitely exciting. Many of the GMS didn't have a team assistant previously, so. Um, being able to apply my previous experience um, and you know my knowledge of processes and um, just I guess create new processes, um, yeah, and new team cadences, yeah, it was it was great, but yeah, it definitely came with its challenges.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. so, this is your, when you moved in at APA, that was your second team assistant role. So you've been yes. a team assistant in two businesses. So mm-hmm. how did the roles differ in the two businesses? Um, I think it
3: was the businesses themselves were quite different. So um, APA had more of a maturity around a business support team. So um, it was it was nice to feel like you were part of a team where my previous um, company, it was more isolating the team assistant role because it was just, you know, one team assistant for that entire function where I felt, um, you know, APA, obviously you had built up, um, yeah, this great supportive structure. Um, So I think that was the bit that was more different, not necessarily like the responsibilities and the day-to-day um, duties. It was just more how I felt like we ca- we come together as a team and, you know, we rely on each other and support each other and, you know, was able to grow and learn um, from being part of that team.
1: Yeah, great. So what do you think some of the um, learnings have been from you? At the moment, you're seconded into an EA role because, again, you um, really showed some great potential and was willing to learn and take on the challenges. What were some of the learnings that you took from the TA role into the EA role that you're currently doing?
3: Oh, well, it was great because I, you know, had a good understanding of um, the company from like an operational and a strategic view. It was really good because I had already established a rapport with the acting CFO. I already, you know, had worked with her direct reports. So in that sense, I kind of knew their working styles. I knew what they were like, um, you know, what the expectation was. And because I had also been, you know, part of this very supportive team, I was able to um, get an insider view with, you know, what the – existing EAs, um, you know, what they were doing for their executives and I guess really be able to, you know, um, go off the back of them. Yep. And learn. Yeah. Yeah, and, and <laughs> learn. I mean, yeah, so it's been really exciting and um, I've learnt a lot. I mean, there's still so much. So much to learn, you know, it's my first full year result next week. Um, but, yeah, it's just it, to have a, I guess, a, be in a supportive environment and to really get that um, insider view and observe and see, you know, what other um, EAs had done before me and, you know, um, surrounding, you know, being surrounded by them. And I think that's why the business support structure was really good because I probably wouldn't have been able to get the same experience or um, I guess the same opportunity and, you know, having a support manager who encouraged me to apply definitely helped as well.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you did because you're doing a great job there. Um, so I guess, you know, having seen um, I'm going to throw some questions I didn't prepare for you. Um, okay. Having seen, um, you know, you've been there, what the impact of just the TA team has been alone on the general managers? And probably talk about, you know, what kind of support we do you do provide mm. as a TA there. I think it's
3: definitely helped with their, um, t- like, with time-saving, um, you know, the fact that they don't need to organise their own um Calendars, their own travel arrangements, even their team meetings, to be able to organise their their agendas um, for them. You know, following up their direct reports for work. You know, just little things like that definitely has saved the general managers. I think time. It's made them more effective. Um, given them, I guess, more fo, uh, given more time to focus on you know, areas that they really should be um, focusing on rather than following up, um, you know, just mundane tasks.
1: That's right, exactly. And I think, um, you know, one of the things we probably did as a team is very, put quite strong boundaries around what the role is and what you can do because often you may support up to four to five general managers. So there is a limit of what you can do to provide good support for everybody.
3: Yes, and um, also their teams because their teams um, can definitely take advantage and try and get you to um, do more than what you really should be doing. But I think that's all part of the, you know, team assistants want to help, they want to support. Um, yeah. And it's just in I think it's just in every TA's nature, every EA's nature to want to help and want to support and, you know, go that extra mile. Yeah, that's
1: right. It's so true. And I think, um, you know, for us as a business, it's made a big difference. And I know that in your other job, it probably did too. So thank you for joining us. We'll get you probably on a little bit later, but we'll um, get Nick to come and join us for the moment. Hi, Nick. Hi. How are you today?
4: I'm doing really well. How are you guys?
1: Good, good. Great. Thanks now for I should—that's right. I should say that MJD have been a sponsor of us at the show, and we've been really grateful um, and really happy to you to be part of our family at Admin Unboxed. So, um, oh, thanks um, for I having you us. A, yeah. Um, maybe you could give us a little spiel about MJD and where you kind of what states you're in and what kind of yeah. business support you do, and then Lisa can ask you a couple of questions.
4: Sounds good to me. So, look, uh, MJD Recruitment, we only specialise in business support. Um, So really goes just in that. Our network is only within that. Um, We have a big focus on skill set. We can find that. I think for us, our biggest thing is also finding that culture fit and obviously seeing that long-term person. So we take a lot of kind of time into making sure we understand the businesses from that point of view. Uh, We are based in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. I actually will also be relocating to Melbourne in a couple of weeks. So if you are from Melbourne and looking for a new role, definitely reach out Would love to grab a coffee. I'm uh, really looking forward to that.
2: Awesome, um, thanks for joining Nick. Um, I've got a couple of questions for you. So we often speak about the, you know, the 160 different business support roles that, um, and currently the team assistant role is becoming more popular. Why do you think that is? Why do you, What are you seeing at the moment?
4: I think a few different reasons. My biggest one that I think is great for obviously more the team assistant side and the candidate side is that there's more clear progression. Um, I think a lot of people kind of start off in admin. There is a bit of a gap between that admin and then obviously an EA. Um, And I think that progression is just amazing in a team assistant because you kind of get a taste of that EA um, duties as well and seeing how you could progress through that. Um, So I'm definitely seeing that. And then I'm also seeing businesses are becoming more complex and they are needing that extra support within their teams. Um, and I would say that's a big one that we're getting a lot of kind of inquiries about how it would work, um, how they, I guess, would go about bringing that infrastructure into the business and being able to actually support that, um, which has been great for us to be speaking to clients and really educating them on the team assistant role. But it is definitely becoming a lot more popular, which is very exciting.
2: Yeah, that, that is really exciting. So what kind of businesses then are you seeing hiring that team assistant kind of role?
4: Yeah, look, it is mostly the larger businesses, obviously, because there is probably a, a more of a need for that. Um, what I'm coming across, though, is a lot of insurance, um, a lot of financial services, legal. Um, those ones are kind of more the predominant ones right now and the ones that are really asking for more guidance on, I guess, how we can implement that into the business.
2: Um, so how does the role differ between businesses do some support, say, a general manager general manager cohort or do other support teams of people at all different levels?
4: Yeah, look, so most of the ones that we've been, I guess, dealing with and more the ones that we're, I guess, uh, consulting people on are ones where they are supporting people at different levels, um, which I think is also great because it gives them kind of an idea of where they want to go and, I guess, the style of person that they work well, well with. Um, so it's a bit of a mixture right now because I guess some of the smaller businesses also would look at possibly a team assistant to support some of the um, I guess higher level in that sense, uh, but predominantly is more just team based in that sense.
2: Yeah, awesome. And the level of support that you know you're recruiting for in these TA roles are they a strategic or transactional kind of or or a mix kind of
4: um, support? I- I think that really comes down to the business and the type of business that you go into. Um, I had actually an example of one a few months ago where I placed one of our candidates who was looking for a team assistant role. They saw a lot of potential in her and actually have now asked her to be kind of a team assistant slash EA for part of their HR team and part of the C-suite team. Um, which has been a great kind of uh, combination in that sense where we were able to kind of educate them and they saw so much potential in this candidate. So she is ha- having a bit of, I guess, both in that sense and getting a taste of being an EA, which they do have that clear progression for her now. So we're seeing a lot of that happen as well.
2: Awesome. Can I just ask a probably off, a little bit off yeah, the, yeah. the question track? but when you are recruiting for a TA role is there one of the kind of questions that you that that you're asking or that you know that you're talking to the candidates about is it about career progression into the EA role or is it that they're li- they're they're coming in literally looking for a TA role and then it just kind of seems to be transforming that way uh, you know or are they talking to you saying you know I want to start as a TA but my my end game is you know I really want to be a, a C suite yeah. EA is that yeah. kind of conversation happening
4: Look, a lot of the juniors that I speak to, their end goal is to become an EA, and I feel like there's not, I guess, a lot of information right now for, especially someone that's very new to the um, to the working world, on I guess how to get to the EA position. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're kind of educating them. However, I have found that there are some who get into the team assistant role. And I think because they do get, let's say, a bit more extra responsibility and things like that, they are actually running with it and they wanting to stay in that role and they enjoy the dynamics of having all these different people coming to them and having that support. So I think, honestly, as it keeps going and more developing, I'm looking forward to people aiming to be a team assistant and really enjoy staying in that kind of role. Um, But a lot of the time I am having those conversations where it's like, how do I get to become that EA?
2: And what did you think um, the benefits are of having a strong EA and TA team in a business?
4: Oh, look, I obviously work in business support and I feel like the business support function really runs the business, especially a lot of the time. Um, And I just think as well, as Chantel was saying before, it gives people that are maybe at that C-suite level or, at other levels to kind of get back to what they need to be doing. Um, So I'm all for really kind of implementing this into businesses. I love speaking to clients who maybe haven't actually seen the benefits of what they could bring to their business and really being able to run them through that. We also really like going to the um, global uh, admin matrix and kind of working off that and seeing kind of what level. So if you haven't actually um, had a look, anyone that's listening, definitely go and look at that because it definitely kind of breaks down every level and what they can bring
2: i was actually wondering that's, about the global skills matrix and if you are recruiting using that as a tool when you are talking to either you know the candidates and the the companies that you're you know helping find the talent for
4: that's yeah we awesome. definitely yeah we definitely definitely speaking to a lot of people about that which is amazing because i think a lot of people didn't know about it so getting yeah. the word out for that's been yeah great.
1: awesome that's great and I might ask a question, Nick. Touching on that, what are the key skills do you think that they are looking for in team assistants? Is it that they've really got to be able to multitask if they're juggling six GMs, or you know, what are the, yeah. the skills you see that the companies in need?
4: I would say that tier? that juggling. I would also say communication is a big one. You are supporting quite a few people, so really making sure that that communication is tight and you're getting back to everyone you need to get back back to is definitely a key one obviously having that admin side as well um, and having that experience being able to kind of jump in where you can definitely be tech savvy um, everyone loves going to a, a team assistant or an EA who can just jump in and get stuff done especially with that stuff um, so yeah I would say those are kind of the the key ones that I would be uh, looking out for when I am speaking to people looking to become a TA yeah
1: awesome. right. And I think, you know, touching on the skills matrix as well, and I'll jump Chantelle in on this because she's um, done this with me too, we've used it when we've structured our team of, you know, what box you might fit in the box is not the right word, but, you know, if you're, T, at, your, if you're at the T8 level now, that's where we might put you and we can look at, you know, what skills you need to build on um, to become an EA. And we did that definitely. Chantelle's a great um, display of that where we looked at some things that she wanted to do and, you um, when I did her end of year appraisal, one of the things that was quite funny chatting to you about, um, when, you know, one of her KPIs was to manage the diary strategically. And she said, well, no, that's just my job. I said, no, your job is to manage it transactionally as an, you know, TA. But we asked you to step up and you did it. And this is an area she was able to show she did really well. And we picked lots of things from the skills matrix for her to um, work on. And then she's been, you know, seconded into this role. So, um, Chantelle, I guess um, that was a really good help to you doing that and setting good KPIs for you.
3: I hadn't yeah. heard of the Skills Matrix, um, to be honest, like two years ago. So, no, it has been um, very helpful because I think it is hard to know what you need to, you know, what you need to learn. Um, what more experience do you need? How can you better yourself? I find it is quite hard and especially if you have reported to, Um, like a general manager in the past who's unsure as well, um, you know, what skills you need to learn, they'll just say, yep, you're doing good, very happy and off you go. So, um, yeah, actually having a guide is beneficial.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think more businesses use it. It would be really helpful, um, you know, because, you know, a team assistant in one role at one place is totally different in another, like we said. So it's a really great tool to use even to help build your kpi so um the triple know a lot about that so we're always on hand to help everyone with that and um nick um probably at the moment how hot is the market generally
4: so it's As you said before, TA is is very popular right now. Um it is definitely slowed down probably from earlier this year. However, still definitely picking up and I think now with the new financial year that's coming in and well that has come in and all by just getting put in place, it is definitely going to pick up a lot more.
1: Okay, great. And it's interesting for me because I've changed roles and I've um moved out of the city. That wouldn't have been something I did years ago. But I think even with a lot of places now. Um, benefits and salary packages out of the city now are starting to be really competitive as well. Have you seen that in businesses?
4: Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, you find some that obviously are making sure that they're going even above market, uh, which is great to obviously see that and see that they see so much value, obviously, in the role as well.
1: Fantastic. Well, Chantelle and Nick, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope everyone's got a little bit more of an idea of the TA roles and what potential there is for someone going into those roles. Um, But it's also a great role to stay in for a very long time as well, because you do get a lot of variety. So um, it's a really fantastic role, I would say. If I was at the start of my career, I definitely, that's how I started as a team assistant, I must say. Um, And that's where I got a lot of my hardcore skills that I still use today day in and day out um so i wanted to remind everyone to nominate your colleagues or even yourself and some of your friends for the AAA awards there's about there's all the categories there's eight isn't there lisa 8
2: Thank oh, on. Thank you i think yeah. you're onto something yep
1: eight um, categories that are there so someone you know will fit into one of those no doubt um, and nominations close on the 8th of September so we've only got a couple more weeks so I encourage you to get out there and nominate a superstar that you know and um, we'll see you sometime in the next two weeks so everyone stay amazing thanks bye, bye.
0: Wow, what a great show today. Thank you to our guests for joining us. And to stay connected with us, please head across to Instagram. Follow us at adminunboxed. And if you have any comments or questions, please DM us. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to join the show, please also let us know because we want to hear your story and your journey and also the expertise that you have in your administrative job here in Australia. Until next time, be amazing, be beautiful, and see you guys soon.